Hello, and welcome to The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate news and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability impacting today's supply chains. My name is Brielle Jekyll, the managing editor here, and we're kicking off the new year with a Link Educate episode. We are combining our podcast channels into one where you'll see one episode a quarter in Link devoted to all things professional development in the industry. Today, I talked to an executive at Panasonic, a company who's playing a major role in shaping the lives of students today with a special program devoted to hands-on learning. So let's link into that conversation now. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me today. I am here with Gustavo Suplavita, um, who is the Process Automation Business Head for North America at Panasonic. Hi, Gustavo. Thank you so much for coming on. I know I butchered your last name. I'm so sorry. Hello, Brielle. You did it just great. And I am very happy with, uh, to, to be with you. And I look forward to this conversation. Right. So I know that Panasonic has a great program going on with a, a school. And, you know, you guys work together to kind of shape the students of the supply chain um, and automation for, you know, the, the big world ahead. Um, so I, can you tell me a little bit about this program? Absolutely. So it is with Lorraine County Community College. And this started because the industry in the Midwest have the need or has the need to have a lot of hands-on expertise in electronics assembly. So several companies through the SMTA Association in this area uh, went with LCCC uh, and they asked them to have a program in which they can hire, train people in order to cope with the very demanding needs that the electronic market has at this moment. So basically, uh, they asked for this support. LCCC came to us and they told us, hey, Panasonic, we want to partner with you in order to have machines in our uh, LCCC center. And what we want to do is basically provide a lot of hands-on training. So when students graduate from school, they already have this capability that it is very difficult to find in electronics. So working together with LCCC, we have been developing this program. We have been working with them. And now we are starting to see the benefits after uh, the first students have graduated. And we have seen that they have a lot of hands-on knowledge that they did not have before. That's great. I think those kinds of programs are really the best way for you to learn because, you know, sitting in a classroom and hearing something, you know, dictated to you isn't really the same thing as getting your hands-on real-world experience. You are spot on. That is exactly what the industry told to LCCC, that they need different skills in the market. And that is why we have this program now. Why else does Panasonic feel like programs like this are beneficial to the industry as a whole? Well, at this moment, there is a lot of demands 
of uh, people. Uh, the electronics industry migrated uh, in a big uh, percentage to Asia 20 years ago, and now it is coming back for different reasons. So now suddenly we have much more customers, much more companies with the need uh, to manufacture in the U.S. And of course, uh, they need trained people. So we, uh, this is one great example of uh, what we have done. I can give you other examples. For example, sometimes we work with Braven. That is a very different program, totally different, in which we help students that are close to graduates in order to prepare themselves to land the first job. Again, this is totally different compared with LCCC, but these are two examples of what Panasonic is doing in order to support students that will graduate soon and in order to facilitate uh, them or help them to find a new job. How else does the labor shortage fit into this program? Like, is it causing roadblocks for the program at all? Roadblocks for Panasonic, for the school? I am not sure I understood the question. I lost you for a few seconds. Could you repeat it, please? Oh, I just wanted to know how else the labor shortage is affecting the program. Like, is it causing the program any difficulties? Like, are students maybe not as interested or, you know, not looking for hands-on work because of the pandemic? I think I think it is all the opposite, to be quite honest, because they know that if they join this program, it is very likely that they will find a job because there is a huge need in the market for people that have these skills. So I think uh, the fact that now a lot of companies are coming back to the U.S. makes this program even more interesting uh, for the students. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, I love that we are coming back closer in the supply chain because it helps more sustainability issues. It helps gap is issues. So I think that making more jobs closer to, you know, the original manufacturer and the end result is is really interesting. And, and seeing students become a part of that, I think, is really interesting as well. So what advice would you give students who are entering the workforce now? Uh, the advice that I will tell them is that manufacturing is not what it was 20 years ago. In the past, it was very hardware focus. You were literally manufacturing and that was it. Uh, now there are a lot of digital solutions that go together with manufacturing and uh, you need to see the whole uh, solutions and not only one product. For example, in the past, there was one machine that was producing one piece. That was it. Now you are seeing total line the line is connected to other lines and you can see the lines in your cell phone, in your computer, everything. So all the digital solutions that we have seen developing in the last 10 years are being implemented in manufacturing. And the advice will be focus not only in the manufacturing process by itself, please focus in how you can integrate digital solutions into the manufacturing process 
because that is something that's going to be very key and that companies will require. Absolutely. I think that was very well said. Well, that's all uh, the questions I have for today. Thank you so much for coming on with me. Thank you, Brielle. And whatever you need, please do not hesitate to call us. We are very happy to chat with you. Absolutely. Please, you know, keep us all informed of the program and how it goes. And I hope we see a lot of other programs like this pop up in the future. I'm sure you will see them. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by a food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Riel for more of what's happening in the supply chain. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple and Google playlist app so you never miss an episode.